video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 190 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my uh, internationally known Hollywood homeboy, the man of the hour here, Mr. Grizz. How are you, my dude? Guten Tag, Mike. I like your later hosen that you decided to put on for us tonight. That's very festive of you. Very appropriate ah, yes. for uh, yes. what we're about to get into tonight. Yes. So, Yep. We're, we're going back to Germany because we're doing splatter films, so where else would we go for that? And we're doing probably one of like the most well made I guess of this like crazy fucking splatter body count filled I don't even know what you just this crazy shit like this Insanity. one is actually like extremely well made compared to like a hundred percent of the other ones that you will see I agree this week we watched the 1997 uh, just splatter classic premudos and now there's like a top a couple um i guess like what do you what do you call that like a byline right yeah i guess like a subtitle you know the fallen angel that's that's the one i'm familiar with yeah that's that's the one that i know too um there's also lord of the dead oh, that is the other one that i, like I, that I hear better. people saying kind of cool yeah, you, you you do like Lord of the Dead better. I that reminds like me of Phantasm. Ah, uh, that's true. I guess that's probably why I like it better because I'm already thinking of that. So, that's <laughs> like, oh, a good name. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where premudos is such like a weird like word or whatever, and it didn't matter what came after it because it, it was you just knew it was going to be a fucking wild and crazy fucking movie you know so like speaking of like wild and crazy and and, and blood soaked let's let's jump off topic here for a second okay i have to say that i experienced wrestling at its purest of what i think it should be and could be for for today's modern era dude like you did you had to have seen the mjf fucking cm punk uh dog collar match right sunday night yes i did i had a dude i had a nightmare of a time trying to order this fucking thing the bleacher report app is fucking horrendous and it won't even let you give it money it won't even let you give it money it makes zero sense um but finally when i got it on um i thought going into it that it was gonna be like a like a pretty bloody match it, oh. it was it was good i liked it was it as good as like the lead up you know to it where you literally saw like a squirt gun of blood coming off of cm punk's head like to me that was like insane it looked almost fake and it fit with our fucking splatter month that's why i thought but it was it fitting, was dude so. it was fucking good man and and it was good on the sense that 
the the build to it was good yeah yeah they had a good story going up to it and like you know mjf saying that like oh you let me down and all this shit you were my hero this and that like that shit's awesome and then it just turns into you know cm punk finally beating him because i think mjf actually beat him a couple yeah he had he had a win over him before this uh on like a a normal you know friday or wednesday night show or whatever but man, I, I the rest of the AEW stuff really doesn't do it for me. But this man, fucking CM Punk, man, like I, I wasn't, I never watched him when he was in WWF. So this is my first time experiencing him. My first time seeing him was in fucking UFC, getting his ass kicked. So like this was like all oh, like kind of fresh to me, you know. So like I, I think it's cool, man. I, I think he is the throwback to the uh, the nineties you know rougher edge kind of wrestling that i really miss and that i enjoy so to see a little bit of glimpse of that was nice i i I really got into it and the blood was good it was a good match dog collar matches man always always a cool thing that was like big if you watch like stuff from puerto rico and shit like that like where you had bruiser brody and all those fucking people like down there a lot of dog collar matches those are the matches rough yeah it's no coal miners glove match but you know it's one of those things that it's just it's fucking brutal especially it, done right like it's a fucking nasty looking thing it was just one of those things where i haven't even talked to you about it yet i hadn't even mentioned it and uh, i figured because of the the bloodbath that was leading up to it and that that really was the match i mean cm punk fucking gushed i thought it was appropriate that we would touch on it here a little bit before we get into an even bloodier yeah, yeah. topic that is uh the movie that we're covering oh. here premutus the fallen angel i gotta say man this movie has one of the best like plots i guess um in a i guess any any movie that i've ever seen that was shot 16 millimeter (laughs) (laughs) for real like this dude is the son yeah the son he's the son of the original fallen angel and he basically is reincarnated throughout time to like just they say like pave the way for his father but he really doesn't do anything like that like he's kind of right like he's he's never like actively doing fucked up shit but maybe he's just turning people but for a movie that's supposed to be like a low budget 16 millimeter splatter flick like dude the story is fucking thick in this it's really good the story the the cinematography there was like there had to be some some Holy money spent. Fuck. I mean, it's a fucking two hour movie, so like yeah, there had opus. to be some money, <laughs> some money spent on on this bad boy. And you're right, the story is complex. It's it's a little disjointed in some spots here and there. You really got to follow along. Um, having the subtitles definitely helps you to figure some shit out that's for sure yes but man you are you are on the ball when you say that this has to be the the most complicated and well thought out like low budget splatter film of all time it's very deep so you just said you know you watched it there was subtitles i also watched it with subtitles you were telling me that the Blu-ray that you have has an English dub, Correct. also. Yes, which is interesting. I would kind of, I would like to give it a crack with a, with an English dub. I don't know. You Sometimes know, I, it's like it's still entertaining. I don't know how it feels compared to the subtitles. But. N- neither do I yet. I've only ever watched this film with the original German, uh, German language with the American or the English dub, and uh, I, I kind of prefer 
foreign films that way. I really like having the original audio on there to really, you know, kind of get the the feeling yeah. for how the uh, the actors played it and stuff. Um, I haven't watched the the English dub. I have a feeling it might be a little corny because sometimes the it's gonna be like Zombie ninety. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see if it has that that weirdness to it or not. Uh, I hope not because the film deserves to have a, the straight play that it that it, it really is. Because like you just said, the the story is so detailed and so wild that to to throw it off with some kind of goofy dub would really disappoint me. But the Unearthed Films Blu-ray just came out. That's the one that we're talking about. Holy fuck, man! They killed it with this release. I'm waiting for them to do Burning Moon next. They really fucking better Damn, because that'd be sick. if they do a Burning Moon Blu-ray as good as this game over i'm done i'm done collecting how's the transfer you know for for 16 mil it's it's so you it's not going to be like you know over you know anything amazing dude this looks so bright so cleaned up the gore looks way better than the vhs tape that i have it's it's a completely different viewing experience as it should be with this kind of thing really yeah i highly recommend an HD release of these 16 millimeter movies is like really fucking it's insane because I think I remember J.R. Bookwalter saying like you know there's like a regular 35 millimeter film gets blown up to 4k yeah this goes to like 2k, 2K. and that's what I this is say, like on the 16 yeah and and it, go look at like um the skinned alive fucking one the um robot ninja one like all these movies like they look fucking awesome look great and that was just done by like jr bookwalter like not even with like a ton of money you know what i mean like probably less money than the one that you have you know they they probably put way more resources in but who the fuck knows well, that's like, what i'm saying this this looks just like those you know that those were 16 millimeter this is 16 millimeter and, and it has that same that same cleanup quality so what you would get out of those like uh make a flick uh, Blu-rays that they're putting out, it's the same thing that this Unearthed Films release has. Uh, honestly, because of how good this is, I'm probably going to go grab a bunch of stuff from their catalog. Really? What else do they have? They have a lot of like real cool underground foreign stuff, like uh, a lot of Japanese stuff, some stuff that you might get into. Some, oh. They do a lot of the uh, their their own guinea pig line. I, I really love the, the bouquet of guts and gore. That's a fucking fantastic new american you know guinea pig uh one of their series so I, i've been a fan of theirs for a while now they've always been uh kind of pushing the the new splatter film uh genre the underground that exists now yeah. they're great man i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to check that out i'm really i'm curious now because i feel like i've heard the Steven name Byro and unearthed dude I'm, I'm gonna check i'm gonna check them out because you were saying before that like you hope that they do the burning moon like this you know what I mean? Like that would be fucking amazing. That'd amazing. Be really sick because that deserves. Imagine seeing that hell sequence in like fucking HD. Uh, how sick that would be. I mean, Jesus Christ. And all we got of and like and that's like such an uh you know all these films are being put out on Blu-ray and all these fucking companies are picking up all this shit and I feel like people are just fucking sleeping on the burning moon because it, it it's so good. And it deserves to have that uh, that Blu-ray release. All we have is the Mondo Video DVD, and that's not even really cleaned up. It's a fucking VHS transfer. So, like, really, somebody, please clean the fuck out of the Burning Moon. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. That's a that's a pre-order for me. 
100%. Oh, it would be for sure. I'm, I'm probably going to pick this up now, too. Yeah. I, dude, I, I really want to see what this looks like on my fucking giant TV. You like, will be, be fucking great. You will be fucking psyched. I will tell you that much. I was honestly really blown away at the quality of it. How much is it? Uh, I think it was 30 bucks on Amazon. So. Oh, all right. And it's yeah, a special it's edition. Typical, like new Blu-ray. Yeah, dude, and you get a nice, and it comes with the fucking soundtrack CD as well. Oh, the so soundtrack's like pretty two, good in this. Two-disc combo. Soundtrack is dope, dude. There's some cool music here. Dude, our boy Olaf fucking, you know, putting out, putting in the work. He always out the work. He always Jesus, has these kind fucking... of like really interesting soundtracks that are just kind of like uniquely his. Like, I don't know. Like, they're not like anything. Uh, they're very, uh, maybe it's a German thing. They're just very, uh... I could tell they're foreign. It's like a specific for me. mood to it. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just, it's still horror based, which is really cool. Yeah, it's got that like fucking German synth sound to yeah. it, right? <laughs> There's something uniquely. No matter what it is. Yeah, I don't no know European what about it. <laughs> so, um, right before Premutos, well, not right before, five years before Premutos was the Burning Moon. And this movie, you can tell it was made by the same person. You can 100% tell it's made by the same person. Not just because he's in it. take the burning moon. Yeah. (laughs) Take the burning moon and just like shoot that shit with steroids and take it to 11. It's, It's literally everything that was wrong. You know, the small little things that have to do with like lighting, this and that. Everything is fixed in Primitos. Like, he really figured everything out. There's tons of crazy shots in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's different weird camera angles and different weird camera motions. And I feel like within that, like, five years between The Burning Moon and Premutos, like, he fucking really, like, learned something. I don't know what the fuck happened. Right? Like, you could see a distinct difference in the movie. Oh, absolutely. I feel like you can uh, you can see he was doing his homework, you know? He was studying the masters of horror uh the 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 peter jacksons he was uh you know the <clears throat> the john carpenters and stuff like that he was really he was really dialing it in because you see a lot of that influence coming through and like you said the camera work the lighting the 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 moodiness of the scenes and stuff man he has taken everything that i love of the burning moon and, and really polished it up and and not only just like you know the even the story wise like we said the Burning Moon has great miniature anthology stories. This has such a fucking powerhouse front to back story based on these these crazy religious fucking history things and stuff, man. And like, I can't get enough of that stuff. So like, you're 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 selling me on two different levels: the gore factor and a really cool fucking like evil devil fucking shit possession fucking stuff, dude. I'm loving it. Let's uh let's hit the trailer. Because I, I, I want to get into this because that just reminded me of something about this movie. Uh, let's hit the trailer and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about fucking Premutos, the fallen angel.
Primudos, the fallen angel. Down and and and. I don't know. This is, I don't this know. is, dude, this is so fucking metal. No, like this movie is so fucking metal. It needs that kind of like chuggy fucking squealy harmonic fucking pinch squealing death metal everything like right there dude it gets me so amped up dude i love that shit man it literally feels like a fucking like late 80s early 90s death metal music video y'all you know what i mean all those, it, also, oh. it also looks like it's from the late 80s that's something I have to say, that the 16 millimeter gives it that, like, old quality. You wouldn't feel, like, it doesn't feel like it's 1997, you know? Well, it's kind of funny, too, because I think a lot of, like, the, at this time period, a lot of the, the low-budget stuff, even in Germany, was really kind of that, like, shot-on-video stuff that was going on that was the more popular in, like, the splatter realm of stuff. There yeah. was, you know, but but then you do have, I, I kind of almost put Eitenbach as like the the equalizer to our J.R. Bookwalter or J.R. Bookwalter, you know, like they're on almost like the same level of success in filmmaking in, in the two separate countries at the same time, I feel. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they're comparable. Like when you when you see their movies, you know it's them because it's like of a different quality than everybody else's. Right. right? That's a and perfect like way you, to describe it. When you it. see their name on something, you know it's gonna probably be good. Yeah. regardless you know even like when you see it's from a like an you know it's from the 2000s you're like it's probably still gonna be good <laughs> you know like it has that just that extra like like that extra polish or at least whatever you you could polish in these and, movies right and i think that does come from the, their use of the 16 millimeter camera i mean this can it's just it looks so good and so well thought out and you're able to achieve you know, really good lighting effects because of the use of the cameras they're using in comparison to a handheld, you know, camcorder or something like that. Uh, they, they both just have these really, uh, they're low budget, but they're like that, like second tier, you know, low budget, yeah. you know, and then like yeah. same with Dude, like Tim like Ritter, ten, ten you know, video. it sits in that same, that same realm of, of trashed pieces that aren't straight trash made. They're, 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 they're yeah. a little special. Like, it, it, they didn't make it with $1,000. They had, like, $5,000. Yeah. Right? This one, I'm going to say they had maybe close to, to ten to 20000 to make this film. This, I feel like this had to take some, some fucking gusto, man. You know, with the amount of practical effects in this movie, I, I agree with you. Because just the sheer amount of things that get murdered and gunshots and all sorts of stabbings and stuff. Like, it was 198 Jesus. bodies? 198 it's, kill count? Uh, well, it says something fucking crazy like that at the end. Like, oh, it looks like a. It's it's legit, dude. I'm. I think that's like 100 percent the kill count in the movie. So it's really it's really wild. There's so many fucking gratuitous murders in this movie, but it never mm. feels like just like oh here we go. You know, it never gets boring. I guess I should say this movie's right. almost two hours long, and never once was I like. Oh, right. like, let's yeah. get over with it. That never felt yeah. that way. Yeah, it's like the burning moon where like they they just keep giving you little things to keep you going. And it's like always something really cool. Maybe like, 
a backstory, a little bit more backstory. This one has flashbacks to the fucking 1200s, to like Jesus being crucified Side. on the cross. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, man. On, in a movie like you. this, Jesus Christ. It, it really, it reminds me almost of like, there's like the opening of Evil Speak, right? They have like that flashback. Um, the opening of uh, The Church, another one, like you, you get those flashbacks. This, like whenever they show you these like old druid scenes or things from like the Knights Age, when there's like evil afoot and wizards and all sorts of witches and stuff. I love that shit. You're fucking and turning me on, movie, dude. <laughs> dude. This movie does it. This movie does it throughout the whole thing. And it's always cool. It's always different. They go to fucking World War II. Right? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Demon Knight. They have the flashback to World War One. Like that shit rules. Dude, Demon Knight again. They go they go back to like the Jesus fucking crucifixion. Like Yeah, another yeah, another It's fucking awesome. This shit is you know, awesome. I, just like how you just said too, like another another thing that I took away from the beginning, uh, the beginning is fantastic, and it reminded me like of a way more badass, gorier version of the beginning of Dracula from the early '90s with Keanu Reeves, <gasps> where they have that yeah. like. S- where he has, oh yeah, you know, like when he has like the scenes where he's fucking <laughs> taking the spear and like you just see like the silhouettes of the fucking armor, or, like like you know the fucking Dracula and the armor and stuff, dude. It, oh yeah, it, it, it looks like that, but like with real fucking blood and guts and decapitations. And one thing that Unearth did that I will say I'm, I'm usually not too big of a fan of of added content in a movie when they do a release. But they did mm-hmm. something so fucking cool with the opening of this film. They added this like whole animation and and like more build of the actual backstory of explain of explaining the history of Premutas. It it's fucking dope, dude. Like it's like this whole history of like mankind of like of where like Premutas has been like Oh, he was in Mongolia. He was in the samurais and all these different things. And there's these animations of samurais gutting themselves. Dude, it's what? It's fucking epic, man. That alone is worth it. It's like a two to three minute opening animation sequence. And then it goes right into the India, you know, like Premutus was the first fallen angel. That's where like it picks up after the animation. So fucking cool. Dude, that's that that alone is gonna make me order that fucking yeah. movie. Are you fucking kidding me with that shit? And dude, it's, I love dude, it, it, man. They they fucking spent some money on that because it looks amazing. The animations are so well done. It's fucking <laughs> badass. I, Kudos I really to them. Have, I really have to see that now. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I wish I would have known. I would have had you Skype me. And I would have just watched it. We should have done it next time. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, the the entire opening and it's 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 an awesome fucking opening. And it really gets me pumped for what I'm about to see. Cause it's like, oh shit, this is an Olaf Weidenbach movie. From the jump, you're getting what you expect. And it's just like, yes, this is it. This is German Splatter. Dude, this movie from the beginning like just fucking slaps you in the fucking face immediately it's like a combination of every like every like demonic sequence 
that you could think of that is like greasy, gory, and just like overall weird where somebody like has to hang dong at some point. Oh, like it just. Dude. <sighs> I, dude, we got a dong in the first 10 oh. fucking minutes of this movie. Not even 10. You knew five I was about minutes. That. Five minutes. As soon as you've seen it, you're like, this is. Mwah, chef's is kiss. <laughs> somebody gets, dude, somebody gets their shit fucking bitten off, too, by a, uh, by a second, by week, second week in a row. We get a fucking a oh, dick job. You're right. Dude, they love that shit. Can, wait, first of all, can we just talk about this fucking part where this. they <laughs> All right. So let's set the scene for you. Please. You got this guy who's like a, they, if you look on IMDB, I think they call him a peasant, but he's just some like fucking guy. And this is, I think they said it was 1943, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to resurrect his, I guess, wife using like this black magic and pre-mutos and all that stuff, like trying to bring him back sort of to maybe, or using whatever it was that brought Jesus back to life. He's going to use it on his wife. So he uses it on his wife. And <laughs> what happens to her? Fucking she gets zombie. up like the fucking react, like the <laughs> fucking reanimator screaming like a fucking crazy dead body. And her head just fucking, well, her whole body explodes. Right. But the head explosion this, is yeah, sweet. Is chef's kiss. Exactly. <laughs> so, the townsfolk are hunting him down because they know that he's a piece of shit and has been murdering and stealing bodies from the graveyard. And they get to his house. They accost him. They shoot him a fuck ton of times. Oh my God. But when this happens, he like spills this yellow goo on the corpse of the, I guess, premutos semi-monstrous skeleton thing, right? Yeah, he stole the corpse from the graveyard. I assumed it was like a pre-mutos corpse. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he gets this shit, like, on this corpse and the townsfolk are, like, getting closer and closer <laughs> and this pre-mutos corpse springs to life, bites this motherfucker's dick off and it is so fucking horrendously painful <laughs> He shoots himself in the fucking Dude, head. That's taking it to the next fucking level. Not only does he get his dick bitten <laughs> off, but then he fucking shoots himself suicide. in the head because of it. I mean, at that point, that is the logical next move is to fucking shoot yourself yeah. once your dick's yeah. been bitten off. Yeah. But holy fuck, dude. It's <laughs> the fact that it does it. I'm like, bravo. Bravo. <laughs> the fuck. Oh. That is something you will never see in another movie. I cannot think of another movie where the guy like gets his dick bitten off or ripped off or cut off and he kills himself. Because you know what? If you had that happen to you, you'd want to kill yourself. You wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't die like <laughs> no. right away from that. Painful. You, oh. I mean, you would bleed and you probably would eventually bleed out. But like, it's not an instant death like they show in all these movies, or it's usually like post-death mutilation, as yeah. we saw last week. But this movie, I feel like, is probably the most accurate de like depiction of that situation, and seventy-five <laughs> yeah. percent of uh, males. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Process. You know, same uh -oh. thing. In that scene, we got another uh, classic oh. Olaf Eitenbach headshot. 
Like, dude, when, oh, when dude. he when he shoots the guy in the head <laughs> and it sprays the fucking mayor, the town mayor, whatever, he gets shot in the head and it's like so classic burning moon shot in the fucking head like, scene. <laughs> I love it. Dude, it's exactly what I want. And I'm like, yes, shoot more people in the fucking head like that in this movie. Oh, and I'm also gonna I'm gonna add another one. After they shoot this motherfucker to death, they go to burn the fucking house down, and he lights one of the other guys on fire yeah, on accident. The, yeah, you, you lit the, the mayor's, mayor's son, son on fire. Yeah, and he's like, oops, it wasn't me. He's like, dude, it's so good. You're well, just tossing gas takes, everywhere. Dude, all this takes place in one of the best miniatures I've ever seen in a low-budget movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. Looks great. Are you fucking kidding me with that, too? Looks Are you fucking great. kidding me with that miniature? It ain't no Salt City release. No. It's fucking... This is legit, dude. <sighs> oh, and we forgot to mention, like, before that, when he's chasing... These people are chasing him to his house. He fucking, like, stabs somebody in the face with a shovel. Like, the, like through the middle of the face with a fucking shovel <laughs> yeah. into a tree. It looks so... All the gore looks so good Dude, in no, this movie. Well, actually, know what I took from that? That it didn't go all the way through into the tree. That this guy basically took the shovel, like, between his, like, upper lip and his nose. And it just got stuck in his, his in skull. the back of his fucking head. Yeah. This is all taking place within the first fucking, like, ten minutes of the movie. Just giving you a taste. Just, before, the, <sighs> before the real fucking story starts... That's just the, the appetizer of the movie that Olaf gives us. Yeah, this this movie is honestly a must-see. Uh, even more than violent shit, for real. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. This is better than so violent this, shit. So this revolves around, basically, pre-Mutos, this fallen angel monster thing, like, trying to come back with the use of um, our main character, who is slightly annoying throughout the whole movie right a little bit of a bitch throughout the whole fucking movie yeah right when he gets his shorts fucking uh ruined by i guess that was his sister right is that who that was yeah that's his that's his sister who's gonna piss on his girlfriend she's gonna piss on her boyfriend later that night yeah 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 when he gets like his shorts shrunk he has like a nervous fucking breakdown and it's so funny because the, the the whole movie is great except for like the first half hour of his acting yes Olaf is a better director than he is an actor that's for sure uh, I, I appreciate the fact that he wants to be in, in the movie and you know take control or whatever so I give him the props for that uh, I do I do really like this family that they, they build up here him and his sister and the mom and the dad and all that shit that's kind of like a weird family I don't know if it's believable or not but they're, they're funny as fuck man and uh, the whole thing of, like, you know, he is basically the son of Primutus that's been being reborn throughout time. They just don't know it yet. Uh, and it's cool, man. Like, I, I instantly picked up that this whole thing kind of starts on a dental scene of him in a dental chair. Yeah. So I'm just, like, in my head, I'm like, dude, Olaf's got to have, like, a dental fear or some kind of like he has to have like a phobia of the dentist of some kind because he's like that's two movies now where he's really kind of honed in on that that feature at certain points. Yeah, well, Fulci has the eye shit and Olaf has the mouth shit. The mouth shit, and it's effective. Ugh. Well, well, later on in the movie when our boy fucking Matthias 
starts turning into premudos, you get some fucked up mouth shit too. Oh. He takes like that steel fucking pipe or whatever it is, like right through his mouth and through the teeth. That whole scene, bro. It's like the gnarliest fucking like Hellraiser scene you've ever seen. It's like a yes. Hellraiser scene, like turned all the fucking way up, dude. It's like, oh, you think Hellraiser's badass? Check this fucking shit out. It's like that, but way fucking cooler. I would say take like, um, like a pinhead wrapping somebody. No, here, uh, Doctor Chenard. Yes. In part two, when That's he gets it. taken by like the the fucking Leviathan and they wrap him with the fucking uh, like the cord and all that shit. Mix that with the ending of Darkness oh. when all the vampires are like melting and exploding. Like how fucking just like odd and like gruesome it looks. That's it. That that is that scene. It's so fucking weird. I was watching it today on on my fucking gigantic TV, which uh, I it's fucking stupid to be doing that with a fucking VHS <laughs> tape and all that shit. But um, and like I'm I'm watching that scene, and all I can think about is like, holy fuck! I want that as like a fucking poster, like oh, that image that of image. him like sitting there, like just all wrapped up in the barbed wire and all that shit, and just gooing from the face and bleeding and his skin's like falling off and getting all mutilated and mutated like that would be such a cool fucking thing to have over the fireplace this is this is borderline melt movie right yes 100 percent borderline i mean not, it it's only- not fully but there's there's aspects of it even the the drink that in the beginning that you know is supposed to bring the people back to life and stuff very body melty, very street trash esque. Oh, <laughs> wait! When the dad throws one of the bottles out the window, <laughs> oh, a bum picks up this fucking bottle of like pus looking liquid, drinks it, and literally three seconds later, his head fucking explodes. Explodes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's 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 a little bit of melt madness, body horror for sure you in this know, movie. I would say it's more on the melt side of like a werewolf transformation type thing. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like a like a like a melt mixed with a werewolf transformation when Premudos emerges. Uh, guess, mate- yeah, emerges, materializes whatever the fuck. Which you we see, which we see happen over and over again throughout this movie cuz like like you were saying earlier, we get these cutbacks uh, of him and like, you know, oh, here he is when Jesus was alive. Here's Premudos when, you know, World War II here he is in Middle East and India and stuff like that. So you keep seeing all these different reincarnations and it's all played by Olaf Eichenbach. So some of it's pretty comical because you have like all these people like hanging out with Jesus and then there's blonde ass Olaf Eichenbach yeah. fucking sitting in the yeah, middle of like everything. <laughs> with his fucking yeah. 1990s haircut. I was like, this motherfucker didn't even try to blend in. So, but but you do you see these like really cool transformation scenes over and over again in all these flashbacks where like these giant teeth come out and he gets all like demon possessed looking. It's 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 a great special effect. Yeah, Premudos almost looks like a variation of the demons, like demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like what I when, mean? when Angela turns, uh, very similar. Like, well, even uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Is that her name? I forgot what the fuck her name was. I think it's Angela. I don't know. If I'm just if I just got that right. <laughs> no, no, oh no, 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 no. I'm not not Night of the Demons. 
like demons, like 85 oh, demons. From the, oh, yeah, the, the uh, Baba or uh, Umberto. What the fuck, right? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, got some, he got some Michael Suave action there. Um, was it? Yeah, it's Lamberto Bava, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one, one of those Bavo one Bravo those Lambo well, lit well, Lambos. You know, it's like one of. <laughs> That's, yeah, well, that's that's my fucking territory there. Um, you know, it's like one of five guys. If it's like an awesome movie and it's like an it's Italian, Italian horror, yeah. like gory film. Just, but this movie also, I feel like, has some Fulci esque parts, and not necessarily just like the gore, just the way some scenes are shot with like the the fog and shit like that. Some of it reminded me of like the Gates of Hell. You know what I mean? Like the way that like these zombies are showing up and all that stuff and how they look and how the t- the normal townspeople are just kind of fucked. You oh, know, just yeah. like the bar it's scene. Very cool. Great yeah, scene exactly. where like people in the bar to- just get fucking mutilated. It's so good. And what happens in the gates of hell? The guys oh, get yeah. fucking attacked in the bar. You know, <laughs> the there Crystal is a cafe in Farmingdale, New York. Oh, I like how in like the fucking, uh, in the middle of this like super gory splatter film we get this like sensual cinemax sex scene of those oh, like yeah. it's like very it's, out of place i mean it's cool because you see some beef and everything but it's like very very out of almost place. off-putting because you're like why are these people fucking all of a sudden in this splatter well, film well you got the dude having like a fucking uh this romantic uh daydream during a uh, horrendous dinner with his fucking horrendous wife and his friends that are actually pretty nice to him. They all take his side, you know? Yeah, that? they are nice to him. Dude, that couple, and then like she wants to fuck that black dude so bad, and then he pukes all over her. That's like my favorite part of the movie. She's like, all t- dude, she makes these like, she's like talking to like, oh, my friend hooked up with someone and, and she said that her like uterus was bruised from how big he was. I was oh like, God, what the yeah. fuck kind of joke is that? That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. And everybody's... They're all just looking at her like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is such a weird thing to say in, like, normal fucking conversation. And then, like, she's just, like, trying to, like, like, her man's right there. And she just keeps being like, hey, Christian, let's go fuck now and stuff. So he yeah. stands up wasted and like, the chunkiest fucking puke you can imagine all <laughs> over her. I was like, yes, I wanted that bitch to get something to happen to her so bad throughout this movie. That puke looked like he was eating, like, he ate, like, a fucking... <laughs> a pound of oatmeal before him. Yeah. It looked like a pound of oatmeal mixed with, like, a whole case of fucking, like, Reese's peanut butter cups or something. Yeah, it was it dark. Was fucking, yeah, it was, it was dangerous looking. But oh, that, man. Dude, when she finally gets her comeuppance, like, the evil, mean wife of this fucking, like, nerdy friend of theirs... It is fucking gruesome. They like rip her face off, right? And they basically yeah. just tear her apart like these zombies. But it's like really, really like gruesome when it happens. It's so cool. This this movie probably has what I would say is some of the best zombie like flesh eating, like tearing, oh, yes. tearing apart, uh, you know, just overall gutting it looks so believable it's so vicious there's something really unique about the way Olaf is able to show violence in a very believable way 
and he yeah. does he does it extremely well in a certain scene here. There's a flashback to I. Uh, it's got to be the Middle Ages where there's an old woman who is a witch who is being burned, and she right before she's burned, she blames Olaf, you know, being like, you know, Matthias, you're not not his name then, but you that's the character. Me. You betrayed me. You're the son of Premutus. You'll be fucking evil forever. And all the people in the the town turn to him. You're like, in league with the witch. Yeah. <laughs> and they fucking brutally dismember this motherfucker, dude. Yeah, dude. That's a, rough. In a way that is rough because it's believable in how it's shot and the way that it looks, man. Like, it's not just like, oh, here's a, a cutthroat and he's dead. Like, oh, they chop his fucking hand off and they slash him in the yeah. face and they got fucking one arm over. Dude, it's... It's crazy, dude. I'm going to just keep referencing other movies because I feel like that's where he got all these ideas from. It's like the beginning of the beyond when they're hitting the dude with the chain and they throw the acid on him. They're like torturing this motherfucker. It's like a very similar thing. Brutal. And on like that, on that, like, like brutal shit in the movie. When there's the flashback to, I think it's also the Middle Ages, there's like that battle sequence, and the people are getting like stabbed up like deadbeat at dawn, just like, like, just getting fucking stabbed over and over. People are getting stabbed in the face, all sorts of things like that. And it's It's so good. it looks so believable half the time. At one point, like the guy's getting booted in the mouth, and it looks like he legitimately takes a heel to the face. It legitimately looks like yeah, he, he just took got one for fucking, the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who'd they say used to do that? Jackie Chan or yeah. some shit, or Jet oh Li? One of those God. guys. They used to pay the extras to like beat the shit out of him. Good lord. They'd be like, "Hey, uh, I'll give you an extra couple bucks if you let me really punch you in the face." Because like it's, it'll look better. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that was the rationale. Yeah, but like, yeah. imagine getting like beat the fuck oh, up by one of these guys. Jackie Chan giving the old one head right in the yeah, fucking fuck mouth, him. dude. I don't. Fuck you know, you're not a Jackie Chan fan. Nah, man, he's a fucking he's a he's a state man. He's like a propaganda dude for the. Uh, oh, is that the it? Old, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like disowned his like fucking kid because like the kid got caught like smoking weed or something. Like, well, you know that shit. I like, do not approve of that. So. <laughs> Good on you, he's Jackie. One the, he's one of those dudes. He he totes the company line. If you know I'm what sure, I mean. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Fucking Chan. <laughs> You know what's one thing that I really like about this, and that's something that is so such a small thing, a small detail that uh, it, maybe it was on purpose, maybe it wasn't, but I, he left it in. Blood on the camera lens. Oh man, yeah, that's that is like a fucking awesome thing. I love that. It it makes me feel like I'm a part of it, like I'm the one filming it. You know, like it. <laughs> I just I love little details like that, man. Yeah, I. I wonder why more people... Well, I guess because it's kind of like breaking like that fucking wall. You know what I mean? Because now you're not like... Uh, you're not just like this entity in the room watching. You're there's, participating. There's a wall. Yeah, yeah. there's a wall there. Um, I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it adds especially to movies like this, like really high splatter films. Like there's just tons of killing and guts and gore and all that shit. It, you can't come at it like it's this fucking highbrow artistic endeavor, you know, because it's never yeah. going to be seen as that way. No. So you might as well lean into it 
do like an evil dead type thing and just make it like super interactive almost you know what i mean because there's really no jump scares in this movie it's not like a jump scare type film is it necessarily even scary not really it's like it's like horrible right where like the thing that you see it's yeah like shocking imagery and all that shit maybe some people would find it kind of scary but like it has this other you know i don't know man this thing is like in another league of its own (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely not like uh it's not like a scary movie or anything like that it's definitely more on the shocking side i just want to go back to the one scene i think it was like that weird love scene where there's like that creep show lighting was that during that scene where you see a shot of the woman and it's like she's going like backwards no i know what scene that was i'm thinking of when our boy matthias like starts really turning and he has that dream about the woman because remember they said like oh you're gonna see like lust and then like feel some sort of like unimaginable pain and then all this other shit and he has like this dream of a woman and it's this like weird creep show lighting with smoke around and all that and he's doing actual like camera tricks with the fo- like the the focal like point of every is that what you would say it is like the yeah, the way that so. it focuses on her and like it pulls the focus like really strangely where it looks like she's almost like gliding and then at one point she is gliding during the whole scene it's like very just um otherworldly it's perfect it really, dream scenario type thing yes. it really feels dreamy it feels like something is happening like yeah. uh, like the something changed in the movie because you don't really get that throughout the whole thing he has flashbacks but it's never like this no no where no it's no. him in present time dealing with somebody or something and this is like in a in a void area you know what i mean they're not in a room that you would like a bedroom or something it's like just in this this like nothingness with crazy lighting and fucking smoke it's so cool it's really cool there's a another you know great i feel like it has to be a a tip of the hat to another director in this movie uh and and it comes to me at the end well kind of at the end with the dad the, the dad's big finale, the, the dad's battle scene when, you know, he's taking charge <laughs> yeah. of the party. It feels very dead alive. It feels like yes. it, it feels very much like the big Lionel fucking, you know, lawnmower. We're going to fucking kill all these motherfuckers scenes. Yeah. A lot yep. of blood over the yep, top. They show the floor, like people sliding on the blood on the yes. floor and all that. And it's and it's a similar setup. It's a party. With like people there and the zombies attack and somebody takes charge and all it, that. It felt very much like that. And I love that because it's like my favorite movie and, and I love Olaf Uttenbach. So for him to like, I feel just kind of like pay homage to something that I already love. It's just like the best of, of both worlds coming together. I I agree, man. That This shit was really cool. That whole sequence was very dead alive. There's also the part where... The guy like flicks the booger in the wife's Dad, mouth. Very dead alive. True. Dude, even even the ball surgery is very dead alive. Like, yes. like we've, we forgot to mention Matthias has a soccer game and he gets fucking first the ball gets kicked into his ball sack and then he falls. And then another motherfucker slide tackles with the cleats 
directly into his balls. So we get a shot of him at the doctor's and the doctor is like under the hood and there's blood everywhere. And he's like, oh, I haven't seen balls like this in fucking forever. Yeah. He's like, they're pus yeah. swollen and all. And it's, dude, it's it's very like dead alive. Just it's dark comedy. It's over the top. It's gory. It, it's cringy. It makes your skin crawl. I'm like, yes, give me more fucking ball humor, baby. I'm about <laughs> it. You know what? That sentence basically just like sums up the whole movie perfectly. That that really is. Give like, me more ball humor, baby. Or well, well, maybe like the sentence before that. Oh, okay. But but overall, man, like this movie is a great watch. It's a great um, watch with a group of people. Probably even better if you oh, watched yeah. it with a group of people. This has more gore in it than you can probably handle. Has more killing in it than you've probably ever seen. Besides maybe like a newer blockbuster zombie film this movie's fucking wild and don't let like the whole low budget you know german splatter thing put you off it's not like that it's not like that at all this thing is fucking right up there with darkness i would say oh production wise and, and everything story this is not your typical low budget splatter film in it in any way i i honestly put this up there with quality wise in, in movies like dead alive i mean this is really yeah really well done and, and don't let the fact that it's a fucking german film in general and that it's it's foreign and you got to read some subtitles I mean, yeah there's the english dub but but fucking watch it in german read the subtitles get into what they're saying because the story of this movie is so worth the time to to really to delve into it man it's it's great i agree man so let's 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 put this one to rest for now maybe we can work out some sort of viewing of this movie mm. trying to figure that one out interesting but uh yeah this one is just fucking great and we could probably talk for you know another hour about this but we don't want to spoil everything for you so go check it out it's, it's out there. Go buy that fucking Blu-ray. I know I am. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and we'll see you on the other side in the video Dropbox. in the video dropbox for another entry in our splatter gore month i i feel like we uh we really are starting to like hit our stride with the movies that we're picking you know what i mean i feel like these are the like this is like our wheelhouse this is shit where like we don't really have to think too hard about we could just pick you know, I just which really one do you want to do. I just really Let's like watching these fucking movies, dude. Yeah. These are just yeah. things that I would watch regardless. So we did a movie this week, Premutos from 1997. Last week we did Violent Shit from 1989, and we figured let's go back a little further 
to a more, I guess, um, what would what like a the the birth of like the splatter film. You this know what is, I mean? I'm not yeah. talking about Herschel Gordon Lewis. I'm talking about like more, you know, graphic effects and shit like that. I think more right? specifically like, the 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 foreign splatter. You know, this was this was really kind of we're taking it back to the dawn of what yeah. made foreign splatter foreign splatter. Next week we will be watching the Joe Diamato classic Anthropophagus. The Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had to discuss this with uh, Mr. Grizz before. We, well, I have two copies of the VHS tape. I have the big box and I have the slipcase, but unfortunately, they are cut to shit. Just like a lot of the 80s movies that were released butchered by the the censors what can you do for this movie if you're gonna watch ahead of time go find a newer release of this um an uncut release you will not be disappointed because if you're only watching the vhs tape you're gonna say why the fuck did they pick this movie yeah if you see the unedited one you may understand why okay yes let's hit the trailer and we'll talk a little bit more about it terror from the Grim Reaper. Innocent travelers trapped in a mysterious house, tortured by a malevolent force, destined to discover the hidden room in the realm of the Grim Reaper. One by one, he tracks them down. One by one, they disappear. One by one, they come face to face with the ultimate terror. And now, he's coming for you. The Grim Reaper. Yeah, so this one is is like a an OG of the splatter uh, lineage, heritage, uh, hood, whatever you want to say. It's one of those movies where I feel like for a very long time, after like VHS really hit the mainstream and shit, this was one of those movies where it was just like, hey, did you ever see this? You ever see the Grim Reaper? Or if you were really cool, you'd say Anthropophagus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's... It's like one of those movies where it's just... Oh, wait, dude. You know what I just thought? Brain fart. I have three copies of this movie. You have a, a real Italian copy I know of. <laughs> I, yes. You gifted me a real Italian copy of this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch that one. I do have the player. It's a I'll cool to box, see, maybe, too. 
Yes. Maybe that one has the original cut of it. I don't know. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Italians were a little bit more, uh, you know, loosey goosey with their gore back in the day than some of the other European countries. So they could have got maybe away we'll with have it. To com- yeah, we'll have to compare. Yeah. I- I'll maybe I'll put that one on. Maybe I'll just go through the VHS copy, the regular uh, NTSC version, just to just so we know the difference, and then we'll watch it. that fucking yeah, we'll watch that fucking unrated motherfucker. Oh, I yeah. also have this now. I, well, there's the sequel. Or the, I guess, um, spiritual sequel to this movie, which is Monster Hunter, a.k.a. Absurd. But then there's an actual, I believe, direct sequel. And I I say I believe because, you know, it's late right now and I'm trying (laughs) to think back. I bought a Japanese copy of (laughs) Anthropophagus Part 2. And I never watched it, and maybe it's time I do for this. Really? To just get ready for this episode. Now, yeah. I, you know, it's it's Japanese, you said, right? Uh-huh. So now, it's a Japanese. Now, sometimes the Japanese can get a little little tricky, and they'll yeah. put a name on something that might not necessarily be no, what this, it is. This this movie is legitimately, I, I just remembered, it's called uh, Anthropophagus 2000. Yes, that's what and I was going to ask if it was that movie because I know is. that yes. is a sequel to this movie. Yes. So okay, that yeah. that is the movie. I have a Japanese copy. I will finally watch it. I will finally put it in, and we'll see how it compares to the original. Beautiful. And maybe that'll be something that we'll have to do eventually too, because I don't think a lot of people know that that exists. People don't even know that Monster Hunter or Absurd is like a spiritual sequel to. Uh, the Grim Reaper. It's a good movie as well. But you know, not what? as good as Grim yeah, Reaper, that, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, man. I'm I'm more of an absurd guy. Really? I love that movie. Maybe I we'll get into that. Love that. We'll movie. get into that next week. Then we'll have to see the yeah, yeah. See the debate. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. We're going back, back to the the good old days of the '80s. Killer Claus. <laughs> so, so Grizz, where could they find you on the internet? You can find me at Kane <laughs> underscore enabler on Instagram. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Grizz, is there anything else that you want to mention before we uh, get off the air today? Uh, I'm fucking shot tonight, dude. Let's get me out yeah. of here. <laughs> yeah, what you people don't know is that we had a shit ton of fucking technical difficulties oh before this. Oh, we're making it work, and hopefully it sounds great for you guys. We but, always make it you work. Know, the yeah, the perils of remote recording. <laughs> what can you do? Every so we week will s- we're out here. <laughs> hey, we're, we're problem solvers now. So we will see you next week with Anthropophagus, the Grim Reaper.